Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now, here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey. What are, where's the China trip coming? I know you've been to China, so yeah. when did you go there? What's next? <laughs> In 2014, so fast, fast forward a few years, um, mm. I have been working in banking and then I was like I really need to go abroad again got the itch so you graduated and then went into banking yeah, yeah. okay um <laughs> don't yeah. worry lots of people I think after language degrees end up doing maybe jobs that maybe they didn't think they'd be doing yeah, yeah. well the only thing I can say was I was working for a Spanish bank with okay. UK um mm. kind of branches so I was like oh yeah. maybe one day I can go and work in Spain in the bank it didn't happen yeah. <laughs> but no. yeah oh well mm. I got the itch and I was like oh I need to go abroad I want to go and teach again where shall I go so I thought about South Korea then Japan then Brazil and then someone said to me you should come to China it's amazing here I'm working here and I love it oh, started cool. applying for jobs in China and um went out there and I just remember um, being totally unprepared. It's like the first time I've gotten to live in a country and not spoken any of the language mm. when I arrived. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must have been really intense. Yeah. yeah. I have to admit, I in the, when I was younger, I did think about having a, a Chinese, like teach English in China experience because mm. I remember there were so many jobs being advertised and, I mean, I wasn't sure how well paid they would be, but I thought as an experience it would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And the city that I was in, there is a large expat community and a lot of people there do speak English because I think it's the, the main finance city in China, Shanghai. And so actually I didn't really have to learn much Mandarin Chinese. I could have just got mm. around with the basics like, hello, goodbye, thank you, how much is this? Yeah, yeah. But, there was just like something in me that said, oh, you'll have so much more of a richer cultural experience if you start to learn the language and you'll be able to know what your kids are saying in class <laughs> when they're being <laughs> naughty. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So um, so how did you, what was your strategy for learning Chinese? Did you go to traditional classes or? So first of all, I tried to teach myself, but uh-huh. Chinese being Chinese, it's such a, different language from the ones that I'd studied I realized after a while that I needed a teacher so I started Mm. with one-to-one um lessons um and that was so daunting I felt like there was so much pressure on me to learn Mm. quickly and it's not only like learning how to say things but also remembering tones Um, and if you say the tone wrong then it's a completely different word so Mm. kind of double challenges um so I did that for a year but in my second year I started to go to group classes offered by my new company so twice a week I'd be in a group with other people from the company and that was amazing being part of a group because we'd all sort Mm. of like be challenging each other to get better each week um and sometimes we'd hang out with our teacher maybe we'd go for lunch and we'd all order in Chinese and and it was really good Mm. so yeah 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 it's an interesting point like the difference between studying in a group or on your own yeah 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I go between both. Probably I like a combination, sometimes one-to-one, focusing yeah. on specific things. But the com- camaraderie of like studying in a group and yeah. people going through the same experience is really quite enjoyable it's too. So good. But yeah, yeah, it was just really nice though to see like my progress over two years from arriving and not being able to read anything, say anything to, I think it was my last week and I went, up no I went yeah I went across to Chengdu which is where the pandas are from um <laughs> and I remember having to get in a taxi to get to the um I've forgotten what it's called but it's this place where they have all the pandas that you can go and visit the center and the sanctuary yeah yeah and I remember getting in a taxi to come back to where I was staying and the taxi driver started to talk to me and I was like okay <laughs> he's he's not going to talk for long there was a lot of traffic. I was in the taxi for 45 minutes and for 45 minutes mm. we had a conversation and I was like, wow, this is so amazing. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's, a, that's always a good goal to be able to talk with the local taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Cool. So, yeah, so how long did that take? How, how long had you been studying Chinese when you, were, you had that taxi ride? I'd say it was it was two years yeah mm. two years okay yeah 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 no, that's probably fair to say it would take a while to get yeah. a good conversational level no yeah so how long did you live in China two years just over two years two years yeah okay, okay. so what made you leave um I think I just got to a point where I was like I need to go home like I've done enough time here um kind of achieved everything that I wanted to achieve and yeah I just want to go home back to the UK I really miss the UK okay so you went back so I know that there is another language that came in at some point which was Korean oh yeah when 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 did you start learning that why Um, did you go to Korea no have you been to Korea okay you have yeah um so I had a a holiday some time off work while I was working in China and I was asking people like where shall I go I've got a week off and someone said go to Korea it's amazing and it's so close so I went and I think from my first day there I was just amazed um I loved the food I loved um like the scenery and the historical buildings um I loved hearing the language and I was like oh the written um Korean alphabet looks so pretty um yeah. I loved the um skincare and beauty culture that they have there <laughs> um I love the k-pop music and um Korean <laughs> movies um you know and so on um, so you were Korean crazy yeah (laughs) and I was lucky that I got the chance to go back just before I came out to the UK and when I got home I was like okay one day one day I will learn Korean and Mm. I've been dabbling in and out of it for a while um but I officially started to learn last year I think it was maybe last November it's been a slow process Mm. um but I'll get there (laughs) Okay. And so how we, what's your strategy now for Korean? Are you learning on your own, doing one-to-one um, classes? So at the moment, I'm taking some online courses. So 
it's really self-paced um you know I spend like half an hour on Saturday and then 10 minutes every morning because obviously when you have other languages you have to maintain those as well but my plan is to manage to read and write the alphabet properly um to say like the basic phrases that you really don't need a teacher to tell you and then to probably find a one-to-one teacher to Mm. take it yeah just kind of get those base base level started before yeah Yeah. start yeah I find that now I have like a strategy of like just going through all those basic things that you need Mm -hmm. like the colors maybe parts of the body the clothes I don't know just kind of like the stuff that in the end you have to kind of just repeat yourself and just go through those words before I would maybe like do lessons I don't know mm. that's kind of how my style I did it with Spanish and I'm doing it with Catalan like that yeah it's like I don't need to sit in a class and have somebody teach me those things because I want to speak if I yeah. do the classes about exactly things. yeah yeah cool yeah. so um so yeah so how do you maintain the other languages how do, do you I? have a strategy or um I guess I try to create good habits. So I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I try to create good habits. So I try to have um, at least 10 minutes of contact with the language every day. Um, Mm. So, you know, it literally might be um, opening an app on my phone and sending a voice message to a friend in Italy. Um, Or, I don't know, it might be watching like, 10 minutes of a Spanish drama on Netflix um, mm. and maybe doing something that we mentioned in one of the last episodes, which was like, okay, I'm going to try and just uh, transcribe um, what mm. the people are saying in this conversation for 10 seconds and check and see if yeah. I'm right. So it's just little things like yeah. that. And then yeah. when I do have longer periods of time, then I would do something like a language exchange, um, mm. that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Sometimes I just, sometimes I open my podcast player and I think which language, sometimes I want to listen to some particular topic in English, but then, yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, I want something in Spanish, what kind of thing in Spanish or something in Italian too. I've got a few favourite teachers that I listen to. Even though I speak Italian to my husband, I do like other import of Italian as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like my Catalan, I try to listen to the news in the morning. Yeah, like not making it big things, exactly. Because yeah. I, I find sometimes I feel like students, okay, at the weekend I'll sit down, I can do one hour, two hours. Oh, no, like, <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> I mean, that's good. It is good. If I ever have time to sit down for an hour and study, it's, it's a nice experience. Mm. But let's be honest, we don't have that very often. No, not at all. So... so. So, yeah, these good regular habits. Habits are the most important things to establish. And also to enjoy it too because it can be like things that you like doing. and Nice. Okay. So, well, is there anything else you want to tell us about your language learning journey that we haven't talked about yet? Maybe my, yeah, what I plan to do in the future. So I still have a Hmm. few more languages on my list that I'd like to dabble with. So just 
learn for a month and then see if I want to take it further in the future. So Portuguese mm. is on the list. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I think I would also have another go at Indonesian, which I played around with in December. Um, yeah. And maybe um, Farsi as well, because one of my Ooh. good friends is, um, well, her parents are from around, but she was born here and at home they speak Farsi and it sounds so nice. <laughs> Mm, it'd be so nice to be able to communicate with them like that it'd be nice yeah that's a nice goal cool so um with all your language learning experiences what do you think would be um a tip that you've learned that maybe English learners who are listening to the podcast could take away from your experiences is there anything that you really thought this really helped me this method this way of looking Mm. at things fan of listening for example I'm, yeah. my big thing is listen listen but like with curious ears I always say like this morning I was like oh look listen to how they say that word why do they keep using that word like mm. you know like I had a student I was really exciting on Saturday we were to, she was noticing how we put just in the sentence uh, you know can I just ask you a question she's yeah. like why is just there and I love this because it means that you're curious to know the language so mm. that's why I'm a big fan of listening like why do you do that like oh well, maybe I can copy that you know that you don't get maybe from studying grammar yeah. or I so I guess I would say I am a big listener like you and I think listening helps so so much and I would say try and listen to as much natural English as you can be it a podcast like ours and if you can hear like conversations between people and then don't be afraid to go and study little key expressions that you've learned and then try it out on someone so don't just learn it and not try it out try it out on someone and it will stick and you'll sound more natural yeah even I write those little expressions on the wall and stick them there Mm. (laughs) I'm gonna try this one this week and just you know (laughs) yeah 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 cool yeah okay well I think that's gonna be an interesting story for everybody to listen to um your experiences and I think there's definitely something to learn for everybody so thanks Abby Thanks. Don't forget to check out the show notes and we will speak to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for us this week on You Don't Say. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend, we'd love that too. Sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide. You can find this in the link in the show notes. Listen out for our next show coming soon. Uh-huh.